Welcome to the Haunting or Not podcast, a show that takes an interesting and some would say different approach to explaining hauntings, the paranormal, demonic forces. Are they real hauntings or not? Hi, my name's John J. Wally. In addition to being a radio host, I'm a retired police sergeant, and I take an evidence-based approach to these stories. And I'm Stephanie Wiley. Yes, we're married and have been for a long time. Some would say that I am more, oh, of the little touchy-feely type. Together, we present haunting or not stories that differ from the majority of other podcasts out there. We are proud to be a show on the Boss Pods Network, a division of Glades Media. Be sure to follow us on Facebook. Look for Haunting or Not. Welcome back to the Haunting or Not podcast. I am joined by my lovely wife, Stephanie Wiley. And my name is John J. Wiley. And we are talking about, last episode, we talked about the differences between ghosts, poltergeists, and demons. We didn't get into demonic possession, which is a different story. Altogether it is. One of the things that, that I was fascinated by was that, that poltergeists really can mean harm. They are noisy they where ghosts are not. Mean harm. Yes. Ghosts are more visual. They rarely make noise. Remember this when you hear stories about so-called hauntings. If they're making noise or they're moving things or throwing things, it's usually not a ghost. It's usually a poltergeist. Yes. Or a demon. Right? Well, yes, because demons can throw things across the room. Right. And demons and poltergeists both have wish move, you harm. movement, yes. Now, one of the things that I found fascinating was that uh, ghosts are fixated towards a location, a place, a house. And the others, people. Right. Poltergeists more towards people and more towards teenagers than adults. Lastly, demons... They can affect a lot, but they, they're more towards people. And they, they deliberately harass certain people. Perhaps not that are confident, strong personalities uh, yeah. well, or we'll, we'll, we'll take a deep vulnerable. dive on that for a while. One of the things that we did and we talked about that was we talked about the movie Poltergeist from 1982. That movie was written by, ready, Steven yes. Spielberg. We all know that name. That's why it was so great. Michael Grace. I don't know who that is. Mark Victor, again, don't know who that is. It starred Joe Beth Williams, Heather O'Rourke, and Craig T. Nelson. All I can remember about that movie was the little girl looking at the TV with all the static. Yes. And then, for me, when she was inside the TV. We got to watch that again. Let's do that, because there's so much that I don't recall. What I didn't know, until I did some research, because we talked about that, and you love to laugh at me about research. I do. (laughs) I'll say something to you at home, and next thing I know, you're on the phone. Google, what is that? You know, when you look, you know, up we the do whole that thing, the most. We're watching a movie, and I'm like, I know that person and somewhere. So, oh, forget that. And you're like, I'm going to find them. Then you go back and be like, Oh, they were in this, they were in that. Don't you remember this? You crack me up. You do. <laughs> well, here's what I found out: the 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 movie Poltergeist was loosely now not the the incident itself. But the storyline was loosely based on a factual incident, a real incident. When I say factual, it is reportedly occurred. It can't be proven and can't be disproven. Right. So, therefore, I believe it. What we're talking about is the Herman House in a place called Seaford, which is in New York State, Long Island, as a matter of fact. And it's about seven miles from the Amityville Horror House. And that is suspicious to right me. Right there. That made 
the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Exactly. Because I and think the Andrew Hart house, other than Ronda DeFeo killing his family or the DeFeo. Right. I think it's only hard to happen. Everything else was a hoax. I know you believe that. But now that I know that those two homes are so close to each other or towns rather, whichever you prefer, I believe that that, uh, now I'm going to call it demonic energy. Okay. Moved to the next town over. And it carried a rifle and gave me me ammunition and said to kill your family. No, that was the... Yes. So here's the, the story of the Herman House. On February 3rd or 4th, I'm not sure of the date, okay. 1958. By the way, I wasn't even born yet. But close. That was I was born in November 58. Right, so, so that's pretty close. <laughs> a man named James Herman from Seaford, Long Island, New York, received a telephone call at work from his wife, Lucille. She informed him, and she said their teenage children, remember we talked about yeah. adolescents, Jimmy and Lucy, these are old names you never hear anymore, Heard a series of popping sounds coming from various spots around the house. When they investigated, they found uncapped bottles of several substances completely upended in many different rooms, including a vial of holy water. What? Which spilled all over a bedroom dresser. Wow. Yeah. Now, Herman, he's like me. The, 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 the husband, kids James were Herman, messing around. Was skeptical of the whole thing. He advised his family... Stay calm. Mm-hmm. That's something I would say. Stay calm. <laughs> and to keep the occurrence to themselves. Don't tell anybody. Oh. We got, you and I got that gut one on anyway. Privacy. We're, what we're, goes on in our house stays I tell there. nobody. No. He believed some prankster teenagers of his sons, friends of his sons, got in and tried to spook the family. It was important to him to keep things under control. But five days later, five whole days, so that was either the 8th or the 9th of February, 1958, the same thing happened again. And the next day, it happened again. Remember we talked about poltergeists doing things over for repetitive and nature? Over, yes. All right? So there's another sign. Teenage kids and repetitive in nature. This time, Mr. Herman watched in horror as he saw bottles moved about his bathroom. Oh. As if dragged by some unseen hand. This time, he called the police. The, pol- yeah. the popo. Because now he knows something's going on. Listen, how do you call 911 and say, listen, I got, a, I think I got an emergency here. Is it going to something? see it. Yeah. He's doing something with bottles of holy water in my but house. But imagine the fear. That's what caused him to call the police. When the police arrived, more bottles began popping open. They could hear the popping sounds. Police were there and heard it throughout the house. Okay. So if that were you. Showing up at that house and I'm heard retired it. police, by the way. Yes. You would have to have at least some question what is going on in here. See, my first thought would be human. I, my thought, my mind doesn't work that way. And so eliminate any potential threat. So gun out, do all these yes. things and like, okay, <laughs> sweep the house and make sure you're okay. Uh, so that's what I do. So when the police got there, they performed a series of tests to rule out radio transmissions or electrical disturbances but the bottles were not warm or otherwise charged. There's no electricity in the bottles. Whatever was happening to them could not be explained with logic. On February 17th, they called a priest to come in the house to bless it. And this is where it gets really interesting. And on that note, why don't we take a really short oh, break? Oh, I have to wait to find out? Yes. Okay. We're talking about the Herman House in Seaford, New York, which is about seven miles from the Amityville House, known as the Amityville Horror. And this happened in February of 1958. And this is a story 
that the movie Poltergeist was loosely based off of. So when we tell you the rest of the story, you get to decide, is this a haunting or not? We'll be right back. Discover the exciting world of podcasts at hefepods.com. Immerse yourself in exciting stories, learn new knowledge, and connect with great podcasts in both English and Spanish at hefepods.com. From captivating stories to life advice and much more, there's a podcast for every interest and passion. Be entertained by your favorite radio personalities in both English and Spanish and explore great stories in every podcast. English and the hard-to-find Spanish language podcasts are all at hefepods.com. Don't waste any more time. Find a great English or Spanish language podcast to follow and discover a world of possibilities in your own language. Find the best podcasts at hefepods.com. Welcome back to the Haunting or Not podcast. We're talking about poltergeists. We're talking about the Herman House. H-E-R-R-M-A-N. For some reason, I want to say that. because Why? Because I think of Herman as one R, not two. I think of Herman the first time you said it from Monster. the Monsters. See? Oh. Isn't that something? Casper Friendly Ghost oh, by the Monsters. Yes. You bring them all. We got to watch that. <laughs> so, before the break, the police were called to the Herman House, mm-hmm. and they observed the same things. They couldn't disprove what was happening. Then they brought in a Catholic priest to bless the house. Here's where it starts to get interesting. Ready? Yes. News of the activity at the Herman House spread like wildfire throughout New York State and then throughout the East Coast of the United States. And it was a subject of an article in Life Magazine. Remember Life Magazine? Of course Kids? I do. So that was a big deal. People actually wrote the the Herman's letters offering potential reasonable explanations, while others believed the activity be the result of poltergeists. Oh, you're a believer? Me, not so much. I'm like, okay, let's find a reasonable explanation. Mm. You're like, oh my God, your house is haunted, boo. Yes, it is. Get out. It's not just the house is haunted, it's one of your kids. Kill the kids and move. Well, certainly leave them behind. Whatever the case, more activity occurred at the house. And officers even witnessed the moving of objects this time. Police officers witnessed the moving of objects and couldn't explain it. So does that mean that now you would believe that because they believe well, it? I don't know that they believe they saw that. I know that the people on the interwebs say that this occurred. So they, okay. So do I trust the interwebs implicitly? No. No. Do I know these police officers? No. No. Would If they're still alive, would I like to talk to them? Absolutely. You're so skeptical. I would. So that's how this this doctor became aware. His name was Dr. J.B. Ryan, director of Duke University's Parapsychology Laboratory. Mm. He hoped to find out what was going on at the Herman House. He approached the Hermans after about a month of disturbances. A month this was going on. Ryan believed the presence of the teenage Herman children might have attracted the poltergeist activity. Remember, we talked wow. about that. Yes. And the episode two weeks ago, poltergeists quite often are attracted to teenagers. I wonder why. They just know. are. They just know. are. And adolescents, by the way, are usually present in homes where poltergeist activity takes place. So if someone tells you a poltergeist in your house and they're all my age, no, no, you know you, someone's lying. You need a teenager. You got to have it because the interweb said it. You got to have a teenager. Right. 
Uh, he brought some of his colleagues to the house and they studied it, interviewing the family and recording some of the mysterious concerns. They didn't have the equipment that we have nowadays, but I'm sure they had the top they of the line stuff they had. Right. Shortly after their arrival, the activity ceased. Now, we talked about that. Oh, because they won't act out when there are certain people there. When a stranger's there, they won't perform. They're like you and me. Hey, go stand on your head in the corner. No. No. Not that I can anymore, but if you if you ask me to do something nicely, I might do it. If you tell me to do something, I'm not. I'm yeah. not performing. I'm not your trained monkey. Well, that behavior just in itself is frightening. Right. So all in all, there are about 70 documented reports of unusual activities in the Herman House between February 3rd and March 10th. Wow. Of Too many. Too many. So what do you what do you think you would do? If you're living in a house and all this stuff is going on, what would you do? I would move. That's what they did. I really would. They, they, they eventually moved away. Years later, daughter Lucille appeared in a documentary called Real Fear. Write this down. Okay. Real Fear, the truth behind the movies, which aired on the Chiller Network. Oh, I, <laughs> I was going to say, we have to go. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know there was the Chiller Network. Right, right. And by the way, the Amityville Horror Story, we all know about that. You can listen to past episodes of the show. It's about seven miles away from the Herman house. Is there a connection? I don't know. But I would again, tend to think so. You get to be the judge. So I, I want to go back to you and I. I didn't think ghosts were the same as poltergeists and demons. I thought they were, were pretty much harmless. I still believe that. I don't believe they mean any harm. You mean anybody. ghosts now? Ghosts, Okay. Yes. Poltergeists and demons, I thought, were one and the same. They turn out, according to the interwebs, they're not. They're not. Very different. And, of course, I learned so much about poltergeists that a lot of people, I think, probably were like me, because I'm not that different, had no idea. Well, I certainly didn't. I didn't realize any of this until we brought this up as possibly um, a topic to talk about. And then after your research. Oh, here's what I love to do. By the way, so you, we did an episode on the, the, the Jesse James and Frank James farm. Oh, Remember that right. one? That was a while back. And in particular, on foggy mornings, there you'd hear muffled voices and you'd hear the sounds of horses and even gunfire. So according to this. Ah, wait, you say it. Now that you say it. No, you say it. No, you say it. No, no, no. No, you said it. it. I said it was a bunch of malarkey. Perhaps. I believe it. I still do. But according to what you just shared, perhaps it was a poltergeist. Perhaps it's a poltergeist and not a haunting. Not a haunting the ghost. Now, the next question but, is, are poltergeists and ghosts both considered to be hauntings? Um, no. We'll have to look that one up. That's no. more than a list of things to look up. Okay. And we'll talk about a show. You can research you that one. You can look it up because you love research. Here's where I don't get. All right. So, Halloween. Mm-hmm. We talked about it earlier. Why I am a big believer in Halloween, the whole Irish tradition, the the folklore, the fairies, mm-hmm. the banshees, the spirits, all that stuff. And the, the whole tradition of Halloween being brought over from the Irish. I love Halloween, oh, as you know. Great time of year. However, I don't do the haunted houses. I don't do those things anymore because the and whole jump I scare thing. I love them. The whole jump scare thing, you I don't like. You won't go with me. Because I want to punch people out. Well, I just think the whole idea is fabulous. And, and they, I still yeah. can't get someone to go with me. They have some places that you've talked about going. Mm-hmm. 
where they actually make you sign a disclaimer that no matter what happens, you cannot assault the people (laughs) performers. If you hand me a piece of paper that says you cannot put your hands in performance, I guarantee you I'm not going in there. It's not happening. Not because I'm a scaredy cat. Yeah, you can't promise that. I just can't no. promise I won't swing on them. Certainly. They catch me wrong mood. <laughs> and I'm not a big fan of jump scare movies either. Our, our daughter, Marin, loves those things. Yes. Now, I don't watch a lot of those fake scary ones that always come around some sort of prom or high school. But you I do, do, too. You, but you watch I a lot. do like Here's some what of we this. Do. I'll, I'll close on this. We'll be watching a movie. Mm-hmm. And two things will happen. And it's got a little bit of a, 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 a fear factor Be in the movie. Be careful what you say. And, and Stephanie will start talking to the character, don't go in there. Oh. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't go in the basement. I that might stuff say that. In the basement. But they'll open up, like, they'll go in the kitchen, and they'll open up uh, one of the cabinets right next to the window. And as soon as they're doing, I know a jump scare thing. A cat comes flying out of there. <laughs> or a bird flies by. Woo! <laughs> They get your, your your body fluids going. Sometimes it can make me jump a bit. This is the Haunting or Not podcast. And the question we're going to pose to you, because well, we have so many things we're going to be talking about coming up in the future. We're going to talk about more poltergeist activity, more hauntings of ghosts. We're going to go to revisit uh, some Civil War stuff in Southern Maryland. There's so much up there. Oh, my, there's a prisoner war camp. The, the, the sightings Ooh. and the stories about that are just knee-deep. Uh, also, the Point Lookout Lighthouse. Which we have been together. And the question is, if you have a haunting or you have a story that you want us to talk about, here's what you do. We'll research it. Oh, these I'll research uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. But you got to let us know. Just go to hefepods.com. That's J-E-F-E pods.com. Find our show and send us a message and we'll get it to you. By the way, Hefe is Spanish for the boss. Which is me. That would be my <laughs> wife, the boss. This is the Haunting Out Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our conversation about the Herman House. Now the question is, was it a poltergeist activity? Was it a haunting or not? You decide. Thank you for joining us on the Haunting or Not podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please do us a huge favor. Tell a friend or two or three. Remember to follow us on Facebook. Keep track of what's going on, upcoming episodes, past episodes, and more. On Facebook, look for Haunting or Not. We'll be back in just a few days with a new episode. Until then, see ya.